Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yes, sir. I'm not going to waste any time, right? I'm going to get right to it. Keith McPherson on the fan. Tonight, we found out that Jacob DeGrom has signed with the Texas Rangers for a ridiculous amount of money and probably twice the amount of years that anyone was talking about expecting. Let's go right to the phones. Get your popcorn ready. Leading off, it's Popcorn Rob. Hey, man, Keith, first and foremost, man, thanks for taking my call. Um, I want to say this, Keith. I remember, you know, uh, when, you know, DeGrom was, you know, what, what we want to call it injury, whatever it is, when he was on the disabled list. And, and I was saying how, you know, they didn't find anything with his body that entailed any surgery simply because it was muscle tear or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's been, like you said, he's been with the organization for nine years. And looking at his stats, like looking at his stats, it, you know, besides like uh, 20, uh, 2014, you know, 20, I think it was like 2014, 2015, 17, those years, you know, those were the years where he was, you know, going 32 games, you know, games being played. The last, I say the last, um, since 2018, He's only played – the games that he played, 32. He won 10, he lost 9. You understand what I'm saying? The 19, he won 11, lost 8. You know, so when I'm looking at his numbers, right, and everybody keeps saying that, you know, when, when healthy, he's the best pitcher, you know, you know in, the, in the major leagues. I can't really see that, man, because for the simple fact that I do understand that the Mets don't have a good, uh, you know, a good repertoire of hitters. You know what I'm saying? But, and, you know, they play that small ball thing, and, and it's, it's perfectly fine. But my point being said is that you, what, what you're going to expect from him, uh, 12, 13 games? Because this, this year he knew exactly what he was doing. He sat himself up, and he waited until it was, you know, to the beginning of the season. He went in, and he went back on his little disabled list. Then he comes back towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. okay, where everybody is gassed out, where you should have an advantage. Because for the simple fact that you ain't played in there in almost three, four years. Yeah, but he had had like five or six rehab starts in the minors. Why do you need so many rehab starts? Because nothing was wrong with him. He's he's there to take money. That's it. 
He the only thing he care about is strippers, man. That's it. And when I say strippers, <laughs> I mean them strips and them hundred dollar bills. That's the only thing he cares about. And you can tell because let me tell you something. You you got guys, man, who are in these games because they love the game. They because of the, for the love of sports. Then you got these guys who are very talented, but their love is just you know they just naturally talented. They just can play, you know. But what where is their heart at? Like you know, they, this is what I'm saying. Like when it when it comes to any major league sports, I remember back in the days where baseball players, man, had their heart in the game, and it had nothing to do with you know somebody trying to you know lift up the uh, the, the salaries and all this other stuff to make you know to, to make bigger salaries. But for people, no, they didn't do that. Hello. I mean, I'm I'm still here, uh, but I'm going to cut Rob because we got to keep the line moving. Um, yeah, baseball players back in the day. No storytelling. Let's stay right here. Let's stay right on Jacob Degrom. Modern day, December second, Friday night with Degrom. He had 11 starts this year, 15 in 2021, 12 in 2020 shortened season. I'm telling you that this guy is not going to just magically turn into a guy that the guy that he was. He's not going to magically turn into some guy that the Texas Rangers want him to be. I don't see it. I don't see it. I would love to see it. I'll be wrong. I, I, all of this is recorded. This will be, uh, you know, archived in a podcast, and we will all be able to watch Jacob DeGrom's career the next few years. I'd love to see it. I don't think he's magically going to Globe Life Park and turning back the clock. He got rocked in the end of this season against the Braves, against the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, he gave you a good uh, postseason start against the Padres where the Mets were able to win, but he is not a guy that you give top dollar to like this. And I think the Mets made the right decision. I think Billy Epler talked to Steve Cohen, and yeah, he's money bags. He's got all the money, can afford everything, but... There's also something to be said about being smart with your money. And I heard Evan and a bunch of other, other people talk about he's our guy. So, you know, there there was a there was a thought to paying him and and giving him a lot of money because oh, he's already earned it. He's our guy. We want to keep him a met. But listen, you can't get finessed. The Rangers got finessed. Priority is pitching. Okay, how much pitching are you going to get out of this guy for potentially $222 million? We saw what you did last year, right? You went and signed Marcus Simeon last year, down year. You're not ready to win right now, and I don't think Jacob deGrom makes them a ready-to-win team. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him miss time every season over the next five years. Next call. Craig is in Rhode Island on the fan. Go for it, Craig. It's unbelievable, Keith. No offense to you. I did not want to have to speak to you until spring training with nothing but positivity and good feelings for the season ahead. I am exhausted. The point of Steve Cohen taking over the New York Mets was not to be in this position where I feel like a Mets fan right now. This is nothing more than Seinfeld rooting for laundry. Piazza said it beautifully the other day. Mike Piazza said, Jake, focus on your career and what is good for the game. And we are now somehow in a position where Steve Cohen gives the fans the pledge of, I am here for you. I am willing to spend. I have money. This is what I do. I love this team, Cohen says. 
it's, it's unbelievable to me he can't get this guy to a final offer. I wanted nothing more than to hear from Evan Roberts tonight. Then I said to myself, no, I want Steve Cohen on the phone to explain to me why we don't have Jacob DeGrom. This is unbelievable. I agree. DeGrom's going to be used up six years from now. But as a New York Mets fan, to not have him, even if he throws you one game in the World Series, he's worth every penny. To lose him is something else, man. This is unbelievable, Keith. Uh, Craig, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, I, I look at it a little differently, right? I look at it as they probably had a ceiling on this thing. They probably had a line that they weren't willing to go past the amount of years. And I think when he went back to the Rangers, the Rangers blew him away. The Rangers said, hey, we'll give you five with an option for six. I think the Mets were probably at three, maybe with an option for four. And yes, you you get Daddy Warbucks. You get Rockefeller, Steve Cohen. But that's why I said he is the owner, not the general manager. The general manager is there to say, hey, we got to think about the long play. We got to think about the future. This guy wasn't available. We won plenty of games this year without him. Let's not invest this much money in him because he's our guy. This is the start of a new era. Let's not give this guy everything because we want him to be a forever Met. He doesn't even want to be a forever Met. Well, and, and that's what's disappointing. And I looked at the Mark Hanna article that was out a few weeks ago. Basically, apparently, Hanna had this conversation. DeGrom wants to come back to New York. Apparently, he really likes Scherzer. He really likes Bassett. I guess from what I've seen is, you know what? The regular season didn't really matter for much of the postseason last year for really any team. If you, you could have a, you know, 86-game win regular season and be okay in the playoffs. And when it came to it, you know, DeGrom, fine. He let up two runs against the Padres, but they did win that night. And that's what I think you really lose here by not having him is, is having that authority in the clubhouse. And it, it did feel that the Mets were fairly close to a World Series, a playoff run. And, and losing to Grom over a couple dollars, I, I just don't get it. So at the end of the day, I think my frustration is with him. I think he totally misled media, teammates, whoever. Uh, it, it's just really sad. And I, I think it speaks, too, to just what's going on in baseball. So. I hope to be able to call you in a few weeks when the Mets make a good move. Thanks for the show. I mean, they'll make moves before the next few weeks. They're going to make moves. They were the first to make moves before the lockout. The winter meetings are upon us, folks. We're minutes away from Saturday. The winter meetings start Sunday. Then they really get cooking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to be on fire on WFAN all next week. I think we're going to get more information next week as well, right? Craig said he's disappointed because he felt like DeGrom misled the media, misled his teammates, misled the fan base. Well, we're going to find out how it all played out. But we just got to read the tea leaves. We got to read between the lines. And as fans, as radio hosts, as producers, media members, whatever, we just have to draw our own conclusions. Me personally, I'm drawing the conclusion that nobody, I don't think there was any other team willing to go five years an option for six, $37 million a year for damaged goods, for a guy that's not reliable, for a wild card. Can't be guaranteed. You can't give guaranteed money to a guy that you can't guarantee is going to be available. He pitched 11 starts. I think DeGrom wanted out. He did not want to be in New York. Is it the weather? Is it the taxes? Is it the people? Is it the fan base? I think he was over it. I think he was ready to go somewhere else. And I think he was ready to go somewhere else before this year. The guys from Florida, 
He he wants to be in warmer weather. He wants to be in the south. It's Texas. It's a little further west, but it's Texas. It's warmer. He's the simple man, right? That's his open. That's what he comes. That's what he. The simple man warm. wants to be a in sim- Texas. A simple man is the name of his uh, Leonard Skinner song that he pitches to. That's what he comes out to. It's a simple kind of man. And what Craig said. That's what Mets fans are feeling tonight. I don't. I, that that's that was the call that I wasn't that. I'm not surprised that you got because that's what Mets fans are feeling tonight, which is that, why this is the Steve Cohen era. We're supposed to be able to afford anybody. Right. We and better again, be for, able to afford our own guys I, and and outbid anyone for our own right. guys. Some Mets fans are going to be upset at Steve Cohen. Some are. I, I think most are probably going to be upset that Degrom didn't want to be here. I, I think that's the over. Can't and, be mad at Steve Cohen. Right. I think, in my opinion, I, I think you're allowed to be angry at Jacob Degrom because he clearly didn't want to be here, like you said. Right. He. Apparently, from the report, he didn't give the Mets the match the offer. I don't think they would have. So that's fine. That being said, he's the best Met of my lifetime. He's the best pitcher in baseball when he's healthy. Anybody can get can get hurt at any time. I think that's something we have to like realize as well. Anybody can get hurt at any time. And this is this is where the the Mets front office is Steve Cohen and Billy Apple. They need to placate the Mets fans. This was all set up and in the works, like. I mean, I know it doesn't take long to make a jersey, but I just saw Sarah Lang's tweet two minutes ago. She was quote tweeting the Texas Rangers tweet from an hour ago. They already have the Degrom jersey up. It looks disgusting. Like I don't know. I'm not I, like everything I've seen from Photoshop to like it doesn't look right. Degrom in the Rangers uniform going to Texas. It just seems odd. But this had to have been in the works for a couple days. I would I would agree with that. I think and I think apparently one of the reports said that they told the Mets like an hour before it came out. So he clearly didn't want to be here. So, But it's weird at this point, even though he's the best man of my lifetime and I've never seen anyone like him and no one, we probably won't see anybody like him for a very long time. That's how good he was. That's on an, He was just on another stratosphere than any other Met because he was that damn good. <laughs> I'm now moved. I'm almost like, already moved on. Because yeah, I just feel like and I know I'm not a Mets fan, but he's not. He's part of the 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 the, the previous era, you know, right? You're gonna go through. I don't know go Lucas through, Duda era, the Wilmer Flores era. Go like he's with Aaron Judge. No, if not. he no, if he leaves, if if. And you know what? I saw, you're that, gonna, I saw you're some gonna, Mets fans online saying, "Oh, you're gonna cry when Judge leaves." No, I'm not. One, I don't think he's leaving. This is not that. Like this isn't a Degrom situation. I think the the Yankees are the Yankees have. More than money to present to Aaron Judge to keep him here, is and then they're num- also going to match anything that the Giants do. Is in my opinion, is there a number? Because clearly, is there a ceiling for them? Like I think there was a ceiling, ceiling for, for the Mets. Yeah, that's what I want to know from you. Do you think there's a ceiling for the Yankees? Because I think there is. I, I don't know what that, that number I don't is. Know if, but. I don't know if it exists today, but like the Giants could potentially blow Aaron Judge away, like I think the Rangers did with Degrom, and when the right. Mets, like if the Mets got the information. I don't know if the Mets got the information on the numbers, right? Did they get the information? Hey, it's five years with an option for six, I, 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 thirty-seven million dollars. I don't think anybody knows that. I think that's over their ceiling. I think if they got the information, right? They didn't. They didn't get the chance to counter. They didn't get a chance to Clearly. put another offer in. But I think even if they got that information, they say we're good. <laughs> I agree with that. We're good. We're not going there. Right, and I agree with that. And I think that we what, would go three years with with forty million, three years maybe big money, but not six but years, not, but five years big money. We're not locking ourselves into Jacob Degrom, age forty, this is, this age thirty nine, because when at thirty four and thirty three, we could barely get anything out of him. You know what? Another thing is is for my generation of Mets fans, this is the last of the Harvey, Cindergard, Degrom. 
There's nobody Your left. Your core and four. For my, I heard. I heard. Uh, and for I my generation, why I called the core four. Yeah, I was like, do for, they call them that? For my generation, Matt's, that's a deal. Syndergaard, Harvey, Degrom. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's that. That's a. He's, but no, he's but one of the they, last of the old era. Goodbye. It's easy for you to say. He didn't that. want to win with these guys. It's easy for you to say. He that. didn't want to win with Lindor and Marte. Now you got to bring Nimmo back. See, I, I think. Well, now they have a now they have forty million dollars yeah, to spend. I think this is a good thing for the Mets. It's December second. The winter meetings haven't started. That's going to light a fire under it's, them. Like I said, Noah Syndergaard last year, I think, lit a fire under them. It's going to be. Oh, that's would, how you want to play the game. Watch what we do now. I would think that to placate Mets fans and you. I've told everyone I think the Mets should absolutely attempt to go after Aaron Judge. If it's not Judge, then it's got to be Trey Turner. You need to give. You need to give. It's almost like Turner, giving Nimmo, Rodon. R- like, R- Nimmo doesn't matter to me. They need a big because you just lost a pillar of the franchise. The, the don't Grom, lose Nimmo too. Degrom, Degrom's not a pillar. Degrom, I mean, Nimmo, was Nimmo, not a pillar. I know is not a pillar, but DeGrom, he's, a, he's definitely DeGrom a, a was Met super and a fan important. favorite and a good player. That's super important. To this franchise, Jacob Degrom was. I think People, he was super important thinking about his legacy long term. Right, that's why I mentioned the statue and the numbers being retired. Degrom wasn't dreaming of that. He's not dreaming of being like his legacy now is completely changed. Maybe in in twenty years he'll come back for an old timers day or something. But like it, it's gonna be tarnished now. You're not looking at him the same. And I'm August, already not looking it, at him the same. Looking at this Texas Rangers jersey, I'm like, ew. End of August. You, you know want to rock with them? You know who comes to City Field end of August? The Rangers, Texas Rangers, perfect. Texas, Texas, and the, and the and the twist of only as he won't you would, pitch. He's not. He's gonna be on the. He's gonna be on the DL. <laughs> as, as, as you would say, the baseball universe, the baseball gods conspiring for everything. Obviously, the Rangers are coming to City Field next season. And I'd put I'd put a hundred on it today that either it doesn't line up for him to pitch during that time, or he's on the IL. He's not going to be available. The guy, we saw him in spring training, right? As soon as he started to rev it up in spring training, people were like, whoa, DeGrom. And then he but was he cooked for four months. But he didn't get hurt to after he came back. And I think people have to, I, I listen, I know he's injury prone. I get it. I understand. But you know what's going to, you know, it's going to be suspect, Paulie, because now I'm thinking about it, right? I'm, now I'm like going back in my head and like thinking how we followed DeGrom and his progress this year and like Buck knew but wouldn't say anything and he did all those rehab starts. Like, but you know, even like Popcorn Rob just said, there was no structural damage or anything to get surgery on. It was just giving it time. What if he was playing a game, which I think, you know, we'll, we'll see. Like if he comes out this next season and he's making all of his starts. Oh, what if he was playing a game this last year of his Mets deal where he, he was like get hurt and he wanted to pitch the minimal amount of times and when yep. he saw how good the team was, he knew he couldn't yep. he no. knew he couldn't not pitch, right? The, he he had saw to how good pitched. the team was and he's like, Oh, Tyler McGill and Peterson and some of these other guys are doing just fine without me. I can rest. I can take my time. I'll show up at the end of the year and ramp up for the postseason and get a good postseason start in. Got one? Cool. That's all I need to get signed somewhere else. And he's out. If he shows up. Next season for the Rangers, and he is one of the top pitchers in the American League, and he's looking like a Cy Young guy. If I'm a Mets fan, I hate his guts. That absolutely can happen because he's that damn good. He's he's available, right? Of course, but you can say about the if about anybody. He's that good. But I'm saying, was he potentially not as available this year because he, he didn't want to be? That's at, that's 100%. That's well within the realm of possibility. Like, yes. ah, I'm not ready. Let's give it another week. Yes. 
Hundred percent. I, I understand. What no you're one saying. can. I get no it. one can. You can take X-rays, but no one can tell anyone how they feel. So when the doctors and and the coaches and people are checking in with him, and he keeps, ah, oh, yeah, I need another week. I need another week. Man, if if he comes out and if he comes out and he's available for Texas next year, I would hate that guy. I would hate him. I'm not a Mets fan. I'd be like, something is up. I'm, I'm not there to. He hate wasn't available the last two years for the Mets. Because he was one foot out the door. I'm I'm way more at this point, and this is a listen. This is four hours into this. This just happened. Way more that he just didn't want to be here, and that's the front. And he's allowed to make that decision. He's a free agent. This is what happens. Aaron Judge is allowed not to want to be here if he doesn't want to be here. He's allowed. You're you're a human. You're a free agent. Your team has your rights. Then he, then you're in the driver's seat. He's allowed to pick where he wants to go. Why did? At one point, I'm going to find out. Want to find out why he didn't want to be here. The why is what's getting me. Why is it personally? Then you do you, man. Did he not like where the team was going? People are going to say clearly he doesn't care about winning. I, I don't know about that. Maybe he think maybe he thinks the Rangers are set up really well. I don't know. Maybe maybe he does thinks maybe he thinks they're set up really well. Yeah, he can't wait to face the Astros and the Mariners. He can shut those and Mike Trout and Otani. If, if Degrom is healthy. He's shutting those guys down. He's shutting those guys down. He's the best pitcher in the game. Hmm. And now he's not in flushing anymore. We got to break this down or can I take another call? I think I got to break it down. All right, let's take another break. But when we get back, we'll hammer the phones. We'll get to your calls. There's a lot of people waiting, and I don't want to keep you waiting. Keep McPherson on the fan right back after this quick time. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Hello. A little bit after 1130 on the fan. Keith McPherson checking right back in on the night that New York finds out the best pitcher in the world. It's no longer going to be a New Yorker. He's going to the Lone Star State, Texas. That's fine. Go over there and uh, good luck. You know, uh, it's a lot of money. We wish you well, but not that well. Can't wait to see. Now, before we get to these calls, I'm trying to sprinkle in some stuff for you guys to talk about, for you guys to think about, right? Think about DeGrom and think about anything that he said this year that made you think he was coming back or that he was leaving. Think about Billy Epler. 
his moves. Think about Steve Cohen, his moves. What led to tonight? What led to this? You know, there's a lot of people saying this is a Steven Strasburg deal. There's a lot of people talking about DeGrom's age at 34. There's a lot of people talking about the Rangers and where they are. You can't you can't act like the Rangers won. Haven't done this before. We've seen this before. Shout out to my guy Ross on Twitter. He just sent me the picture from when they signed Lance Lynn and Corey Kluber a few years back, and they're like, a warning to the West. What warning? Like, okay. On paper, it sounds good, but the Rangers last year finished fourth in their division behind the Angels, behind Seattle, and behind Houston, and I think they might be right back there next year. Houston is the defending World Series champions, and I think they got better. They signed Jose Abreu. Seattle just made a move today. I think they got better. And uh, you know for a fact that if this is the last year of Shohei Otani with Mike Trout, the Angels are going to try and get better. Um, But the hot stove is heating up, right? I just said the Mariners made a deal. They got Colton Wong today from the Brewers uh, in exchange for Jesse Winker and Adam Tor- or Abraham Toro. The winter meetings are upon us. It's about to start. Like, everything is about to start moving and going. And this is just the biggest move so far. Something else I want you to think about. Uh, I, have, I have a few things in my notes, right? Think about Edwin Diaz. And if you just saw the interview Edwin Diaz did, they asked him, like, how it happened so fast for him to get signed, right? It was like the World Series ended and he was signed. Well, he said, mutual interest. They like me. I like them. We got it done. Steve Cohen and Billy Epler figured out how to lock up the best closer on the market, how to get him his money, historic money, the biggest deal for a reliever. I feel like they could have got DeGrom, but there had to have been a ceiling. And I feel like nobody else in baseball was going to go to the level that the Rangers did. Five with an option for six, 185 million dollars potentially 222 million dollars that's crazy that's a lot of money to give to a guy that hasn't been available so just giving you guys a couple things to think about as we take these calls i know a lot of it's just going to be emotion i know a lot of it's just going to be how you feel about the situation and that's fine this is the fan you're a fan call up 877-337-6666 and tell us how you feel my guy josh in the bronx you're I'm on the fan. What's you, up? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. You knew, you knew this was going to happen. It's Epler's team along with Steve Cohn now. You don't have Terry Collins. You don't have Sandy Alderson running the things. You don't have Jeff Wolpon. You don't have Fred Wolpon. You know what I'm saying? Out with the old and then with the new. It's their, it's their thing now. They're mm-hmm. setting up for Otani. They're going to get who they want. Just like Hal and the Yankees going to bring in who they want. Simple, Keith. What do you think? Yeah, I th- I think that this is this is the Steve Cohen era, and their moves so far have shown you. Thanks for the call, Josh. Their moves so far have shown you that the focus is not on just one year, but on multiple years, and making the Mets a perennial postseason team. And I think that. They they really they already are lined up to do that. They really have made those moves already. There's enough guys on the team, and there's more that they're going to do. And I think they made a decision here. Jake, we love you. We do think you're the best pitcher in the world. When when you when you're on and you're healthy, your lights out. You're the best. Nobody's on your level. But we can't commit to five years and an option for six 
at that price point based off of what we've seen the last two years. Be kind of crazy. We're trying to win. We won 101 games. And now we can allocate those funds elsewhere and make this team better versus one guy that you won without this year. He made 11 starts. The Mets won a ton of games with him being away from the team. The Mets won a ton of games without him starting and figuring it out. Right? The Mets pitched a guy that was working at a bank or something and got a win. Like, they will figure it out. They will get more talent. And that's that's the thing before I go to the next call. They, they need bats. They need more hitters. They need a DH. If Nimmo leads, leaves, they need another guy in the outfield. They might bring back Conforto. I don't know how Mets fans feel about that. But they might bring him back. They might bring Nimmo back. They might go get Verlander, Rodon. They really might be in play for Trey Turner now. Trey Turner's out west uh, meeting with the Padres I saw. Obviously, the Phillies, they think, are, are front runners for him. But you don't know what can happen now. And judging off of the Mets moves under Steve Cohen and Billy Epler last year, right? I got to go back to the article and find exactly how that played out with Noah Syndergaard. But his agent didn't play the game a certain type of way. And they said, okay, bet. Go, go, go ahead. Goodbye. Go out west. Do your thing. You don't want to be a part of this. It's fine. Now watch watch what we do. We're going to go get Verlander, who was the top pitcher on the market. We're going to pay him. We're going to go get Mark Canna, Eduardo Escobar, Starling Marte. Like, we're going to go get a bunch of talent. And I think they're in line to do that again now because they're not going to be giving 37 to $40 million a year over the next three years to Jacob DeGrom. Rich in Freeport on the fan. You got it. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very good. Uh, reason for my call is uh, in regards to the uh, DeGrom trade and um, the disappointment that all of this has brought us Met fans. And um, quite honestly, I think that it's probably addition by subtraction in some sort of way. I feel that the mere 38 starts that Jacob has provided us in the last three years for paying what we were paying and what we were slated to uh, pay in the near future for for some similar outcome or performance. I feel that the Mets were actually the ones that ended up on top today. Mm-hmm. And I feel that we are the ones that are actually raking in the benefits of this non-signing. And I honestly thank Jacob for all those wonderful years. But Billy Epler, uh, Steve Cohen, they have a vision for the Mets moving forward. And they are not about paying players for past performances they're about the future they're about how can we um you know construct a constant contender that's able to contend on a regular basis moving forward yep and 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 we're not about you know um you know unreliable uh, pitchers that have been great that are past their prime it's about how do we Pay the guys right. that are going to help us win and get to a World Series and consistently be exactly. in the mix for that. Exactly. And, and, and I'll tell you something, Keith, that 
I think that their eyes have been set on from the from from jump from Jump Street. I think that their eyes have been set on on Rodon. I feel that their eyes might might have been set on Verlander and Senga, uh Kadaya Senga from from the Japanese league. Mm-hmm. Um I feel I feel these guys are are guys that are more suited towards their vision of of future prosperity as opposed to a guy who's about to turn 35 next year receiving a 5-year contract um a guy who's being basically paid for past performances a guy who has basically given us only only mark these only 38 starts in the last three years that's it 38 starts in the last three years and i feel i think that um what was it this year we only won i think he only contributed six wins yeah six wins out of the 11 starts yeah, some, something, something. So 101 wins, DeGrom was on the mound for six of those. Exactly. You're exactly. not giving that guy $185 million. No, you can't. Somebody you can't. will, but not, not, not these Mets. Well, you know, you know, you know who normally does is the, is the, is the ball club who's desperate to make a splash. As are the are as are the the, the Texas Rangers. They're so desperate and so. Um, you know, um, wanting to make a splash as far as the pitching uh, front is concerned, that they were willing to make that extra commitment towards the fourth, fifth, and I was even surprised that they actually gave it a six-year option. And I was like, really? Wow. That tells you how desperate they were to make a splash. And I'll be honest with you, Keith, I thank God, I thank God that the Mets didn't overextend, overreach, and, and try to commit to something of the previous past tense, which is Jacob DeGrom. And I'll be honest with you, the last couple of outings that he had really kind of made me worry. I don't know if you remember these two outings. I do. What's I already mentioned them, the Braves and the Athletics. I was watching those like, what's up yeah. with him? It's late in the season. Yeah, he should be getting dude, sharper. Dude, no, he was, he was basically – completely out of his game he was hittable and i'll be honest with you uh i think it was the first caller that you took uh this evening who said you know what jacob didn't he didn't he didn't fool me and he didn't fool me either he basically paced himself this entire off season or on the il basically Nurturing his non-existent injury, which x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans, and everything else basically show that he had no fractural, you know, um, um, injuries or anything of that matter, and that the guy was basically good to go. The guy was basically being a prima donna, nurturing his injuries, basically suiting himself positioning himself to basically land in the market that he landed in, which was going to be the best top, you know, pitching, uh, pitching uh, starter on the market. And that's basically what, what, what he basically seated himself to be. Thanks for the call, Rich. We got to break it down. Uh, yeah, he milked that injury. He was in no rush to join these Mets, who I dubbed the Make It Happen Mets. 
They were making it happen without him. He doesn't care about this group, clearly. I don't think he had a connection to some of these new guys on the team. He was in no rush to get back and join them. He was in no rush to get back on the mound and pitch with them, pitch for them, win games with them. He was on his own time, his own pace. He had five or six rehab starts where it's like, come on, come on, they could use your help. And then when he got back, he, he had some good starts. He had some flashes, I don't know, against the Nationals or against the Rockies. But he got rocked by the A's. He got rocked by the Braves. And uh, this guy was one foot out the door. Mets fans, you will not regret this. I know it's hard tonight. But you will not regret regret this decision in the next five years. And we got the fan for you to chime in and call up. And please do that as we continue tonight and talk about Jacob DeGrom, Keith McPherson on the fan. Got to take another break, BRB. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Okay, folks, a couple minutes here before we get to the top of the hour, 12 o'clock, midnight, flip the calendar to December 3rd, Saturday. Keep McPherson on the fan. I just want to go over a couple things. Uh, one that Paulie brought to my attention, and I pretty much already said this, but uh, about an hour ago, Joel Sherman tweeted out the Mets offer. The Mets offered to DeGrom was three years, $120 million range. I, I think I literally said that to you, that the Mets probably were going to go higher on the AAV, right? But there was no way they were going five years with an option for six for a guy that hasn't made that many starts over the last three years. For a guy that's getting up there in age, whose arm was already hanging off. So Sherman puts out the offer. He says sides were in contact Thursday, yesterday, but no back and forth today, Friday. So there was no if you can top this bidding. Hmm. The Mets got word from DeGrom's camp that the Mets got word from DeGrom's camp not that much before the world found out that he was going to the Rangers. So think about that. That's what I'm that's what I was saying. If you're a Mets fan, who are you mad at? You're mad at Jacob DeGrom. It sucks that it ends like this. It's so hard. It sucks that it ends like this. But you can't be mad at Steve Cohen. He put up the money. He put up $40 million a year for this guy. He put $40 million for three years on the table. Jake is a free agent. He has the right to seek more money, more years. Right? It wasn't more money AAV-wise. It was more money with the extra two and a half years, that's two and a half years too much. That's two and a half years too much. Like I said, the Mets, Steve Cohen, and Billy Epler are thinking about the future. They're not going to be tied up in 2025, 2026, 2027 with Jacob DeGrom making $40 million a year and, and not being available. So Sherman put out there, DeGrom's $37 million Dollars. Why can I read? DeGrom's $37 million average annual value is second best for any player behind the 43.3 his now former teammate Scherzer signed. You knew he wanted Scherzer money or close. He, you knew he wanted to be right there. You knew he felt some type of way last year when Scherzer comes in and is breaking records and it's like, whoa, they got Scherzer? Wait, they gave him how much? He's getting more money than Garrett Cole. 
And Garrett Cole is available. As much as we rip Garrett Cole and say he's not an ace, he is reliable. He's available. He's going to take the ball every time. I don't mind that the Yankees are paying Garrett Cole $36 million a year because he's going to make a ton of starts over those nine years. You can't give that type of money to Jacob deGrom. He's not going to be available. You know this. And if he somehow miraculously makes all of his starts next year, if I'm a Mets fan, I'm pissed off. Because I'm like, where was that last year? Why were, why were you making five or six rehab starts in the minors? You couldn't have came and done that for us? Well, the question is, does that re- would that have mattered uh, in all honesty? Because uh, everything that we're seeing tonight is that he clearly he didn't want to be he didn't want he didn't want to be here. They would have so, had to blow him away to, to even keep if, him. Even and if I don't the even... Mets didn't choke again against the Padres and in the last season, the last month of the season, even if that didn't happen, even if they won the World Series, my read on this right now is he did not want to be a Met. And we could stop it like that, and that's an that's an issue for Mets fans. And I I, I explained why it has. This is the Degrom was a really really big part of this franchise and this team, really really big. So that's why Mets fans are feeling some sort of way tonight. So it's a listen. This is a tough pill for Mets to swallow. I think long term it's probably the right call. And for honestly, for Degrom, this is the right call too. Maybe he wants his own team. The Mets offered him Scherzer money. They offered it to him. He had Scherzer money, forty million. You're going to get calls tonight saying it's insane the Mets even offered that to him. You're, you will a billion <laughs> percent get calls There's some Mets fans like out there that just said to you during a break that are like, wait, what? They were ready to pay him $40, 40 million and, and some for the Mets next fans three years? would have filleted Epler and Cohen for that. <laughs> now, Mets fans, you have a lot of extra money to use. Mets you just don't know where it's going yet, so so that's why you feel some type of way, right? Give it to Nothing? 99. Stop. Give it to 99. He's the Perfect fit. Yeah, Taiwan Walker. Just leak. Number 99, Taiwan Walker. If anyone from the Mets are listening, leak it. Leak a story. It doesn't have to be true. Leak it to Sherman. No, I would do that. Leak a story that you're meeting with Judge and he took the meeting. All That's the first step. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's the first step. After this now, I want to see Steve Cohen be, be big boss. Don't say, worry okay, about now, some, now every, everyone's on the table. So don't worry about some BS thing you talked about with Hal Steinbrenner. Nobody cares about that. He's a perfect fit for the team. Go get him. Try. Get him to meet with you guys. I know he's going to go to the stay with the Yankees or go to the Giants. Get him to meet with you guys. Change that dude's mind. Yeah. Let him offer him $45 million a year for eight years and let him turn it down right in front of your face. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Let it. him turn it down. You know, but this is this has similar vibes, obviously not the same, to last year. I went back and looked it up, right? Before Noah Syndergaard signed with the Angels, he had an $18.4 million qualifying offer from the Mets, and that whole thing went sour with his agent and how they handled it, and he ended up signing with the Angels. And right after that, what happened? The Mets went on a spending spree that nobody else in baseball was doing, and they signed a bunch of players before the lockout, and that led to them winning 101 games. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to break it down. Go to the update. I got to switch studios. I'll see you on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Call me up. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We're going to keep talking about Jacob deGrom before we get into the NFL football week 13. Uh, I don't think anyone cares that the Nets are winning games. We're going to stay right here, and we're going to talk about deGrom and the Mets and the future and what's to come. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.